Welcome to the first episode of Not Another Bad Movie Podcast, with me, Megan. We're going to talk about a movie we watched that we assumed would be terrible, and in case you think that sounds like every bad movie podcast, let me just state, it's not a bad movie, it's a made-for-TV bad movie. Last night I watched a movie with my sister Kathleen. Kathleen, what did we see? Mm, we saw Harvest Moon, a Hallmark original movie. Yay! Yay. <laughs> so it's going to be Hallmark, and it's going to be Lifetime movies, and whatever comes our way it all started when megan first saw that there was a movie called mother may i sleep with danger and we knew from then that these movies need to be mocked they really do they really do so harvest moon first of all you don't even see the harvest moon until the last like 10 minutes of the movie and boy was it a moon it takes up about a third of the screen and and, uh, they're not zooming in on the sky like people are just standing there it should of. it should really be like a thirtieth of the screen. It's 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 kind of crazy big, <laughs> <laughs> right? True, and also you know, I would have liked to see at least at the beginning of the movie to kind establish like, it's really about a harvest moon. Kind of like Moonstruck, you know? Yeah, that you know. moon was in it a lot in Moonstruck. Yeah, they I really mean, committed to the idea. There's going to be a lot of moon in this movie. This We're going to put it in the title, and there it is. There it is. But I think kind of like with this one, it was the big reveal. Yeah. There's this big orange harvest moon. And then you were like, oh, now I get it. Harvest moon. Harvest moon. Yes. So we saw the ads for this movie, and this movie looked like it was going to see a poor little rich girl, loses all her money, but all she has oh, left no. is a pumpkin farm. Oh, that's adorable. It's the time of year, man. The time of year. If it were Christmas time, it would be a Christmas tree farm. Exactly. Yes. Valentine's Day, bunny farm. You know, things like that. Hmm. Hmm. So the first thing that we see is that Hallmark Channel is now considering themselves the heart of fall. And originally they were the heart of Christmas. So I think eventually they're just going to be the heart of every single day. And there's going to be like 365 slogans about Hallmark. It's a beautiful way. Remember the old ads? <laughs> Hallmark has a way to make the holiday. Hallmark has a way. <laughs> Sorry. That's true. What? No. <laughs> For those of you who can't see her, which is all of you, <laughs> she just uh, reached over to stop because she felt ashamed of her knowledge of commercials. And Hallmark, how they take it over the world, not only there is a card for every day, there are yeah. flowers for every day, but yeah. no, no, now there's movies for every day. At every day. Every day. Very good. Okay. All right. Yeah. So then. On to the movie. Um, we get. Uh, a sense of who this character is because she's shopping with her other rich friends and they're just uh, lusting over this pair of shoes. Which were ugly shoes. Yeah, I don't know why they were so special. I guess they were multicolored, so flashy. expensive. (laughs) Yeah, everything gets told to you, this is expensive. Like, there's a lot of... Because they can't use actual brand names and stuff. They just say, this is really expensive. Oh my goodness, this is $2,000. Wow. This is really nice clothes. That's that's how they explain to you that this is this is a rich girl who has rich things. Even though you kind of look at the outfits and you think, wow, I don't even know if my mother would wear that. And, but or they paid like, a lot for it. Wow, I could get that at a Kmart maybe. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> actually. But it's rich. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I can't believe how rich she is. Look at these clothes. Anyway, so she's looking at these shoes. It turns out, even though she's lusting after these shoes, she bought them last week. Wow. So rich that she doesn't even care. Yeah. And uh, then she has a selfie stick. So I think we're instantly supposed to hate her because I think the selfie stick is the new complicated coffee order. It, like, signifies this person is not a person you should like. 
And all I think about is the fact that they told them not to use them on, you know, uh, Disney rides because it can kill you. <laughs> yeah, literally. I think that's very strange that it wouldn't occur to people, maybe I shouldn't, you know, whip out a giant stick while moving 30 miles an hour in a small ride and getting jostled around with a lot of other people around me. Like, that would that be like the really... longest warning sign, though. <laughs> <laughs> Danger. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, Danger. Yes. Don't be an idiot. That <laughs> right. would be my version. Go with that. Go with that. Don't so, yes. just have like large metal sticks with you all the time. True, 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 true. I mean, it's effective as a weapon, though. Could you imagine? Ninjas well, were like. She could have used it in this movie, actually. Yeah. She... There were definitely moments. She which did were about to later. Reveal. Yeah. Well, Remember she used it, but not... Oh, you're giving reveals, reveals. I know. You're like, what nursery? <laughs> I know. So, shocker, shocker, shocker. Her dad has made bad investments, and they're losing everything. Everything. And she spent her way through the whole trust fund. She had a trust fund? That she spent her way through buying ugly shoes. She <laughs> doesn't have a trust fund. Wow. No. That's it's just all sad. gone. But all she has left is... A, a pumpkin, pumpkin farm. farm. Yeah. It was supposed to be... Um, condo land but then it got rezoned and so they couldn't use it for anything but of course strangely enough she, she goes out there to go see it and it's all my family that's been there forever I'm multiple like, generations yeah which is kind of really odd like why would I guess they had to sell it but they were still allowed to live there yeah I think that was the un, the unstated situation <laughs> there's a lot of unstated situations in this movie so she goes out to the farm and she meets the very, very, very cute farmer. Although pale. A little too pale to be a farmer. This was a problem for me, actually. <laughs> Later in the movie, she gets a sunburn, which, by the way, is hilarious <laughs> because what we have not told you is we are from Florida. And if you've ever seen a sunburn, it is one awful thing to look at. I mean, yeah, people... there's blisters. It could be purple. Could I've be sunburned eyeballs. my eyeballs before. And when they say she had a sunburn later and they're like, oh, that awful look at you. I couldn't help but laugh because that's what I get when I go out and work on my yard for an hour. Here, yeah, I know? mean, it, it looked like someone had taken a little extra blush yeah. and applied it to her forehead <laughs> and then to her cheeks, which is a strange look. I mean, I don't right. think it's fashion forward or anything, but it definitely didn't look that bad in no. terms of sunburn. Terrible, <laughs> terrible, terrible. So anyway, she meets this guy on the farm and the best first meeting ever. I mean, truthfully, if you were to meet someone like this, you'd fall in love in a heartbeat, in a heartbeat. He's loading hail. A uh, hail. <laughs> what the hail are you talking about? <laughs> hay onto his truck. Doesn't see her. She steps too close. And he literally wails her with a side of hay into mud. Yeah, this woman is about 100 pounds. Oh, she is small. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, she she flies. And then she just sits in the mud pile. Now, she does screech a little, which, of course, anyone would. But then she sits there. Like, what is it? Rich people are don't know how to get out of the mud? She's very proud. This comes yeah. up multiple times. But it initially comes up when he asks he ha asks to help, if he can help her out. Which he does, like, almost under duress. Like, oh, you're the woman who wants to sell my farm out from under me? Uh, whatever. And I'm like, seriously, you're a really big guy and you just threw her, like... Two yards. There couldn't have been one moment of, oh my gosh, I'm sorry, did I almost kill you? Do you have you? a concussion? <laughs> right, like, broken bones. I mean, do you know who the president hard. is right now? <laughs> really hard. It was crazy. How many fingers am I holding up? These would all be pertinent, but he's just like, whatever. I know. Can I help you up? And then she's like, no, I know how to stand. Which she had like four inch heels on, which yeah, were no. gorgeous shoes, actually. I have Those to say. shoes were actually nice. They were these blue strappy things. Yeah. So nice. So, but yes, that was crazy. So that's how they met. And he does not get much more charming throughout the whole movie, which is one of the things we find very strange that she falls yeah. in love with him because he's not really nice 
with her, to her, at her, <laughs> around her, anything. Yeah, it, there, there's usually movies like this where the guy is seen as like cold or mean, and then you have a moment that you turn and you realize, oh, I see how you're interacting with someone else, or oh, you're actually doing something really nice for me for once, and maybe I was wrong about you. And in this movie, they just didn't bother to write a turn. Mm, no. It's just... He's always kind of a jerk. (laughs) I know, I know. Oh, but we did have one problem with the movie. I'm looking back at uh, 35 minutes in, we were pretty much resolved, and we thought we could stop the movie, actually. Right. So so how did she resolve it? Well, so what happens is she meets these people, and it turns out it's an an older aunt, and he's her nephew, and he's got a brother, and he's got a little girl, and they're all living on this farm, and he's got two uh, hands who are married, a male and a female. I mean, not that that's important, but they're an older couple. (laughs) (laughs) But they're married. And... um, they're all sweet, and you're going to be put out of work. I don't think Hallmark's that progressive. I don't think there would be, like, a gay couple living on the farm. That's true. <laughs> but, you know, in Hallmark, no one else seems to have true romance anyway, except for the main character. So in this one, they had a little bit more. They so, did. yeah. But, you know, it's like it normally wouldn't even matter. You could just be like, they're just a couple. But, yeah, so... She goes back at home and she kind of talks to her father and her father's lawyers and comes back with this great idea that I need to sell it. I need to get money for the farm, but you can still live here. And whoever buys it knows that you're going to still live here and work the farm and the other people are just going to get profits from it or something. Which, and they were going to help her. Her idea was, and in return, you help me get this place looking nicer so I can sell it for more. Seemed like a reasonable plan. I mean, granted, we lost some of the romantic part of it, but really, 35 minutes in, boom, we've got an answer. We're good to go. Yeah. She was... wants to get rid of the pumpkin farm. They want to stay living on the pumpkin farm. It seems like, okay, great. We're done. We're done. We're done. But now Just here comes it. the part that actually can be mocked. And I will let Megan do the mocking. But his response <laughs> to it, our romantic character, the man who you hope to be the not only cute and charming, but intelligent one of the movie. But here is his response. Megan? <laughs> he decides he wants to buy the farm back, which makes sense. But his grand idea is to make the farm worth as little as possible. And somehow doing that involves annoying her so that she stops investing in the property to make it better in the first place. So then she can't sell it. So then the price goes down. So then he can, quote, buy it for a song. It's so complicated and strange. Why would she suddenly be like, oh, I'm so irritated I mean, I guess they don't know her dire straits financially, but like the idea that she would be like, I'm so annoyed about working with these people and trying to get the farm up to snuff. I'm just going to walk away from it altogether and not try to make a profit off of this. Just doesn't make any sense. Like, even if you had a lot of money, why would you try to sell a farm at a loss? Yeah. You would want to get a profit off of it if you're going to sell it all. Well, and then the part that didn't make sense was then the minute that he takes her out on the first day, she's going to get up early. All of a sudden she's woken up stupid. Oh, yeah, she decides she she wants to stay with them during the time that she's improving the farm. So she's not, like, coming and going. She's not, you know, hiring someone else out because she doesn't really have the money for that anyways. But, like, she decides, I'm going to work on this farm with them and kind of get an understanding of the farm. And ways to improve it and the way it looks right. and all and that, that And that means I'm going to be a farmhand and live with them. Yeah. Which also was very strange. It was like, I don't know if you necessarily need to go quite that far in your plan. Like, you should go and help, but I don't know if you necessarily need to live there. But that's what she decided to do. 
Though we weren't given a true impression of how far away it was, so maybe it made sense. It might have been too far to drive back and forth, maybe. That's true, because it's just upstate. She lives in L.A. Oh, that's why. Were they on the East Coast? No. Remember we heard on the radio somewhere where (laughs) pumpkin farms in, like, Illinois or something, or Idaho? Like, 98% of pumpkins are grown in one state in the United States. Did you not hear that on NPR? It was crazy. I was like, really? Like, I don't know that, but (laughs) I was like. Yeah, I think it is Idaho. Yeah, somewhere in the middle of the country, you know. Okay, so anyways, she can't go back and forth between California and Idaho. That does make sense. They didn't actually do a very good job of establishing where anything was. No, she just kept driving there in a car that actually, strangely enough, was not a high-priced car. Yeah. I thought it was interesting, but not really that interesting. Well, I mean, maybe it was a rental because she was flying. Maybe. There's no way that she drove all the way out from California to Idaho. So they saved us time and <laughs> saved us, but now we're questioning by never Where showing us how did she get there. <laughs> and how did she get there? Not that that matters. No, sorry. We digress. Yeah. Which we unfortunately will do from time to time. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> so anyways, she's living there. She wakes up the next morning, her first day. And she wakes up stupid. I mean, this is what's annoying. It's as if if you're rich and entitled, somehow you're dumb. <laughs> the first thing she hears is a rooster crow and goes completely berserk because she doesn't know what that sound is. I'm like, listen, I'm a city girl. I don't live in a farm, but I've watched enough movies and television and Anna Green Gables <laughs> to know what a rooster sounds like. Also, what did she never have that little book with all the little like moo cow and I mean, I mean, it sounded like a rooster. Yeah. It didn't sound very strange. Yeah, that was sounded crazy. Like a rooster. <laughs> and then later she makes some stupid comment about, well, water is important. We're supposed to eat eight gla- drink gla- eight glasses a day. Yeah, because like... he's talking about the irrigation system. And I guess she wants to be able to contribute something to the conversation, and she doesn't know anything about irrigation. So she's like, well, water's important. <laughs> no, it's crazy. And then she does something stupid and breaks a pipe and just yeah, sits just... there like some helpless, you know. Yeah. I think maybe on paper, this idea of this rich girl getting sopping wet and kind of flipping out and waving her arms around was going to be like really funny. But they hired a model and she was a fine actress. She wasn't bad. I've seen like, worse model actresses. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> she was not that Even bad. on the Hallmark Channel specifically. Yeah. yeah. But it didn't make sense to me. Like, if you really want someone who can do physical comedy, like, Go to a comedian. Yeah. She's just literally kneeling in front of water, getting water dumped on her, going trying to stop ah, it with her hands. Ah, like, what are you gonna do? I'm gonna sit here and hold ah, it for the next two years. And you know? it's like, uh, what what are you doing? Just yeah. step away. Try Go to get, get a help. tool. Right. Try to do something. Right. About if it. you don't can't do it yourself, there. get help. Say, so, well, listen, it broke. I know that was kind of. I don't know. Like I said, I just really didn't like the fact that this is a girl who seemed halfway intelligent, obviously spoiled, obviously spent too much. But was not stupid. And all of a sudden, one day, they just made her stupid. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I don't understand. Because she's on a farm. She's out of her element. Yes, yes. I thought it was very strange. The only physical comedy I did like is when she first comes to the farm, she gets taken around on a horse. <laughs> and she, I guess, had been on a pony at one point in her life. So she's like, oh, I've ridden. But she doesn't really know how to ride a horse. And so when Which she tries. Which is a common failing of hers in this yeah, movie. Yeah, she's like, I can do it. And then she can't. It's almost like, like you, those kind of like kids movies where they have like a kid who's like I'm old enough and then they like ruin everything but like she ends up when she gets on the horse that actually was pretty funny. That was very funny actually <laughs> that is a part to be looking forward to the first time she gets on a horse because yeah. I don't see, I think I've ever seen anyone get on a horse quite like that I, I'm grasping at straws on how to describe it <laughs> 
she, well, of course she's too short and she has no stepping block. So yeah. it's hard enough to get her foot in there. And then she's trying to jump up. And the first couple times, of course, don't work. Third one, she finally gets one leg over and we're both kind of impressed. Yeah. And then she does kind of some strange butt scoot to get yeah. in that, <laughs> in the saddle. Because she's still <laughs> kind of to the left of the horse yeah, more so than scootin', scootin', the middle. Scootin', it is. And she's like bent over. So like her chest is on the top of the horse because she can't, she hasn't done it in one seamless motion. She had to like scooch around and that was genuinely funny but again another moment where what she's supposed to be stupid she didn't have the reins i'm like yeah. listen you may not know what to do with the reins but i think most people know if you're not a ch- yeah need, need, need reins <laughs> i mean so there's no where you want to go <laughs> i mean there's a few that are trained to go just by the motion oh, yeah, of your yeah, knees yeah. but most of them need reins yeah it's uh yeah again those moments that were supposed to be i don't know cute or whatever I think the one redeeming thing about this whole movie was I really liked her. I felt that she was... She was really likable. Yeah, she was really polite and kind, and even though people weren't always kind to her because, of course, she was trying to put them out of work, (laughs) she was kind back. So that was something I really did enjoy. Even the second time she comes with the the 35 minute solution, like, hey, here we go. She knows everybody's name. She's only met them the one time. I thought that was nice. Yeah, I really, I thought she was likable. I thought everyone was likable. I think the story was, again, a bit thin. And I think our biggest problem with most movies, but the Hallmark ones particularly, is the way that the formula, the formula is always there. And, you know, you don't always want to go, gosh, everything's going great a minute and one hour 30 in. And you know in the next 15 minutes it's about to fall apart. Mm -hmm. And then in the last 10 minutes, at least this one gave us a longer end. Mm -hmm. I'm so tired of the ones where literally it is a minute. You're like, like, oh, it was all a misunderstanding. We're in love again. Great. Let's kiss. And the end. <laughs> you know, you're like, <laughs> yeah, so this one was better to give you a little bit more time at the end. And it did give you. But at least uh, in this one, their issue was kind of a real issue. And actually, that was when, I don't know, are we giving away what the real issue was? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Because she found out about his plan to make her upset, make her undersell. And and uh, he never told her that, and of course now they're in love, which I feel bad. I've been jumping around. We're probably yeah. We should we should probably go back. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Let's go back. Um, but I gave it away. They fell in love. What? Those two <laughs> in a Hallmark romance movie? No. Okay, <clears throat> I'm All just right. going through my notes, and I want to know how old the main character's daughter is. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I thought the actress looked like she was like 13. See, and I thought she looked more like she was. I'm really bad about ages, but I was thinking more 10 or 11. She looked younger to me. Yeah, and she acts like she's nine. Right. So I feel like, in my mind, she was fine, but Megan really had a problem with someone who looks 13 acting very young. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, maybe, who knows? Maybe she's just tall. (laughs) She wasn't that tall. (laughs) That's That's, That's the thing I always say about, like kids if I get their ages wrong though like oh maybe you're just tall like, even if they're not particularly tall <laughs> okay so another little factoid we need to tell you is what our heights are <laughs> Kathleen is who I am <laughs> and I am 6'2 so relative heights are different to me than my sister <laughs> Megan here who 5'8 five eight. Five eight. so when she says she's a little tall I'm like what are you talking about until you hit about five and a half feet I don't see you <laughs> Everyone's just ants running around. I'm like, what are you talking about? That's not tall. <laughs> so anyway, I meant so. four. Yeah, his daughter and was very nine sweet. Year old? Yeah. <laughs> Again, we have no idea how old this girl's supposed to be, or um, when his wife was supposed to have died. 
Yeah, no one told you that. But what turned out later, what we found out, which I thought was, it, you know, it did. It, it was a movie that eventually had layers, you know? Yeah. And as we found out later, not only did his wife die, but she had died in a car accident with his parents. And so we start realizing that what that does to a family to lose all three of them, you know, at one time and how it affected them and their, you know. Traditions. Yeah. Their traditions. They stopped doing, like, they had an annual party that they stopped doing and, you know, just some of their happiness, you know? Although the word tradition gets thrown around a little too loosey-goosey in this movie. At one point, there's a fence that is broken and a tractor that is run down. And she's like, you should buy a new tractor. And I don't see why you have to fix this fence right now. And he's like, well, around here we have a tradition. If there's a fence that's broken, <laughs> we fix it. And I'm like, that's not a tradition. That's just having a broken fence. <laughs> if something's broken, you fix it because it is broken or not you replace it. And typically in a farm, you have to be resourceful and you have to fix it. That's not that's not a traditional stance. So you feel like the word tradition has become like the word ironic. People don't know how to use it. <laughs> in this particular movie, no, no one knew how to use it. Use. And then I'm going to go straight to the end, whatever. We're all over the place. It's not a difficult movie. I don't think we're going to confuse you that much. But um, he does propose at the end of the movie. But he, as his uh, proposal, he says, we have a tradition in our family. And I thought, I don't know, he was going to say something kind of sappy, but that made sense. That was something like, if we find someone we love, we don't let them get away. But what he says is, if we find someone... We ask them to marry us or something? Yeah, well, he didn't even finish a sentence. He's like, if we find someone, kneel down. And that was it. And, and she never actually like, yes. said yes. Did she? Well, maybe eventually, but I thought she said, I, mean, I like that just... tradition or something. Yeah. <laughs> I was like. Okay. And then she, like, holds out her hand for the ring. Yes. Which was, was way not... too expensive, though, by the way. For oh, yeah. yeah. But... I'm assuming not actual diamonds. <laughs> <laughs> is that what we do with these movies? They have no money, and he buys her a ring that is, like, obviously thousands of dollars. But yes. But at least it wasn't product placement. If you watch a lot of Hallmark movies, you'll be looking out for certain items, like, hey, they proposed with a K diamonds. This time it was just nondescript diamonds. I think there must have been a few years there where Hallmark must have had a deal with Kay because yeah. it isn't in all their older movies. It's not in the movies we're seeing now. But yeah. dang, for a while there, it was in every one. And it was <laughs> at least Plumbing two it. or three times in the movie yeah. where something about Kay came out. So it's yeah. kind of... And it was kind of like... It wasn't just like, oh, let's look at the ring. It's like, let's look at the ring in the box that says K, K. on it. <laughs> and focus. <laughs> <laughs> and we're holding, and we're holding, and we're done. done. It was very obvious. So at least this time, it was like, hey, a diamond uh, ring, which you can't afford, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so to get us back, sorry, because this is partly my fault for jumping all around. I can't help it. Is girl has money girl loses money but she has a pumpkin farm she goes out there decides to stay out there to help make it all nice so she can sell it to another investor so that they can have some money to help her father out and get everything back to normal once she's out there of course she starts liking the people she starts spending time learning how to pot seedlings and and count pumpkins yes he had her count the pumpkins and for some strange reason that didn't seem unusual to her for dumb day <laughs> Um, then uh, we have a party coming up, and uh, his young brother is has a crush on this other little girl, which he'll never ask her out because he doesn't know how to dance. And somehow, magically, she knows how to country line dance. Now, 
that's not entirely unbelievable because when I went to college, I mean, once a night they had a place where you could learn to country line dance. Though I have to say, part of it me was, was Tallahassee, like, Tallahassee, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas we don't even know 100% where she was from. Was it California? <laughs> it was LA, which didn't come out until like the last quarter of the movie that they say, oh, oh LA, LA. And you're like, oh, is that where we were initially? Yeah. So, I just thought we were in Richville, USA. Yeah. <laughs> which crazy. could have been New York City. We didn't know where. <laughs> But they were having a party for a guy who hurt his leg, and they were fundraising. So it was all nice community. Mm -hmm. And then it was at that party she found out um, from her friend who actually came to visit, which is the surprising part. I'll go. Maybe we'll go back to. Yeah, the the first time her friend finds out that um, she no longer has money, she seems like really awkward about it, and she the main girl says, "Oh, let's do lunch this week." And then the girl's like, I'll get back to you. And it seems like she's totally going to Shallow friend, yeah. yeah. But she doesn't. No, that was surprising. And then uh, after the party, that's when she finds out. So she decides to go home for a bit to think things through. They come up with a beautiful idea to truly save the uh, pumpkin farm, which I skimmed over and we'll go back to. <laughs> and then, of course, she comes back and, and then everything works out well. So that's your basic storyline. So going back to about the middle of the movie, after he's tried to make her unhappy, after he's tried to kill her a few times with hay bales, and then one time he broke a stick and she fell off the horse and almost died. <laughs> um now we're at the port where um, she's learning more about his ex-wife. I mean, not his ex-wife, but his past wife. <laughs> Dead wife. Dead wife. <laughs> that sounds awful, too. Um, <laughs> and how she loved to f- cross-pollinate. She made these, what were they, violets? Or? Yeah. Well, you, you skipped over Grandma's cream. Well, yeah. It was both, she, he, she finds out about the violets, and she finds out about Grandma's great ointment that was made from pumpkins that makes your skin young and revitalized and new. And so, of course, you're watching it going, oh, so this is how they're going to save the farm. I mean, it wasn't yeah. like a whole... As, like, soon as, <laughs> as soon as they mention Grandma's Cream, you're like, oh, oh, okay, this is the thing. So we were a little surprised to find out about the violets. Which yeah, is... it was like, oh, there's a second thing? <laughs> <laughs> Ta-da! Sh- I mean, why are they even in debt? <laughs> there's so many things. <laughs> we saw it. How could they not see it? So, yeah, so uh, she found out about that. And uh, where, do you have anything... Because, like I say, we're back in the middle of the movie now right. <laughs> when she's finding out these um, things. So I will she... say that they go into this uh, little cottage that they have on the property, which is, I guess, where he and his wife lived when she was alive. And before that was built specifically for his mother by his father so that she could have, like, a respite from being around all the boys, which... It wasn't that large a family. Like, she just had the two boys and it was her husband. Odd, yeah. So I don't know why they needed the second, second house. house but, but <laughs> yeah. Anyways, it's supposed to be, like, this disused house that's, like, off to the side or something. And there's drop cloths all around on the furniture. But, like... It is immaculate. <laughs> There's like it no is. dust. No dust. I mean, my house, which is lived in, is, a, is like what? It's like I don't, I don't understand. Or like even like streakiness in the windows, like something to give us a sense like this area is not used. But like apparently they've been really keeping everything looking nice, even though no one's using this. Cottage. Like, who's got the time for that, too? Is it the aunt who's going over? I don't I know. Guess. Or the girl who's 13 or 11 or 10? Maybe using it. Maybe she's sick and tired of spending all the time in the farmhouse. Except they had drop cloths. So, I don't know. It was <laughs> odd. I mean, and they used it as some, like, bonding thing later where she got to get with all the girls and test the, the face cream. Which, by the way, it's not just face cream. It tastes so good, it tastes like pudding. And the two boys <laughs> ate it one night. And we're like... And they, I think... Didn't didn't they know what it was? 
That's the part that's very strange. How could they at all think she's yeah. really cooking? <laughs> they were like, oh, Jen made this stuff. That's her name, I guess. Uh, we forgot until I just remembered. Her name is Jen. And so they <laughs> grab it. It was memorable. And then they just eat the whole thing in the middle of the night. Mm. And then she, the next day, is like, I didn't know it'd be so popular. But she obviously had a lot of extra because the next scene, she's putting it on, like, the faces of, like, 20 the women. The entire town. Right, all the women in town. It was yeah. very bizarre. Very strange. But, um... Um, so, at what point do their fingers touch? Was that when they were potting, potting. the violets? Yeah. Violets? Or, no, they were potting the pumpkins. Yes, the first moment that this man who has had no charm and has wasted no fine words on this woman... <laughs> or on anyone, really. Really. Uh, I mean, he wasn't bad. He was like... Just a... He didn't really say much, actually, when you no. think about it. Maybe that's why. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's, you know, he's putting hay on a truck. He's um, reading... He's praying at night with his daughter. He's Which actually food. my favorite part is the fact that this character has a serious problem. It's called eavesdropping. <laughs> oh, Jen. The girl. Yeah. Now, this house is small, but she seems to always like, well, be... only one bathroom. That made no sense to me. Right. But she's There's always eavesdropping. There's a house for at least two bathrooms, or one and a half, yeah. like, where there's a toilet. But, like, everyone in this entire house has used one. One, and she eavesdrops all the time. All the time. <laughs> and gets caught at it. It's yeah. Quite, it's quite lovely. It's like, this is this is what it was teaching me. Actually, I learned that, you know. Stop eavesdropping? No. The only way to find out stuff is to eavesdrop. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I see. Yeah, yeah, just be more effective at it. it. Yeah. Yeah. She She's just standing outside of doorways. She's not sneaky. No, it's and it all made sense. It wasn't because she had to. Like, she was walking to a room, and they were talking. She stopped, and she was standing right there in the doorway. They just didn't see her. And then the other time, she was going to go in the bathroom, but someone was in there, so she's standing in the hallway, and then she hears it. So, right. you know, it's not like she means to, but I swear it was, like, one of the ways they moved the storyline along was eavesdropping. I was like, this Hallmark, is how she you know, uses <laughs> eavesdropping. It's going to be in one of their cards. <laughs> eavesdrop to know because everything. I eavesdrop on you I know that you love me <laughs> or I heard that you were sick from eavesdropping on you but don't dwell on that and I hope you feel better <laughs> so I heard you really didn't like me and that you said some mean things about me while eavesdropping <laughs> that'd be great if they came up with like a line of cards that were like based on their movies and then you could use it in your real life like you know so your farm is failing but I hope it turns around. Maybe I can make beauty products out of your stuff someday. You that, know? or be just like, I hear your farm is failing. Have you thought about making some kind of beauty queen cream cream <laughs> cream out of your you know spinach? Yeah, out of anything, watermelon, kumquats, you know. Yeah, anything you have around. There you go. I just mean, mix I it think up. That's a See good what card. happens. Yeah, I think so. Yes. Sorry. <laughs> so you have this extra house. Why didn't you try maybe renting it out for extra money? <laughs> right. Well, I mean, it's a small town. Who's going to rent it out? True. Extra farmhands. And who's going to buy the there, flowers but, when I he mean... gave them away? <sighs> so, yeah, he has violets, which have been lovingly created by his wife, who was some sort of horticult horticulturist. That's a harder word than I anticipated going into it. Anyways. <laughs> I anticipated it being hard. <laughs> so... They have an entire greenhouse that's like, I don't know, 50 feet by 100 feet large. It's huge. It's enormous. Which, by the way, if anyone knows anything about costs of things, that is not a cheap thing to not only have, but to keep going, I would think. Yeah. I mean, it looked actually like a room these, from Lowe's. It was crazy. <laughs> yeah, it had like hundreds of potted violets. 
and he's giving them away. And I'm like, what are you giving ten to each family? Like this is not even a large town. What no, are you there's doing not enough with all people of these? to get all the flowers to. And so she doesn't do this tactfully, but oh, we should go back to the potting of the pumpkin plants. Right, you were talking about the hand touching. Right. So when he's explaining how to properly pot pumpkins, he <laughs> their fingers touch and they look at each other like our hands just touched. And it was very much like a Regency novel, which felt a little out of place because this is supposed to be contemporary. <laughs> also, they had, have, they've never like, there's no sense that he is fighting off attraction for her or that she's fighting off attraction for him and the fact that they have a business relationship and the fact that he's still grieving over his wife is the thing that is like keeping them apart. I think that was supposed to be the underlying thing, but like, you never get the sense that they even like each other. <laughs> well, and I think that's a big problem in a lot of romances. It really is about the chemistry. If, yeah. it, if it's there, you don't even need the words, and it works. But if yeah. it's not there, then you yeah. it feels contrived. It always feels forced. Because he never has this moment of like her saying or doing something and being anything other than annoyed. If he was able to look at her and like genuinely laugh at something that she said like a couple of times, then we'd get a sense of, like, oh, he kind of likes her. Like, yeah, it was strange. I mean, like I said, it wasn't bad. I've seen bad, but it oh, just yeah. wasn't quite there. It yeah. was it was lacking some, and I think that's one of our. Like I said, everyone was nicer than you thought, and you know, and they had two ways of saving the farm, which was great. But so yeah, then she goes to him with her violet plan. Like, you know, violets are actually really profitable. People love violets, and we should sell violets. And he's like, they're not for sale. And um, like, I mean, she definitely could have eased into it better but it was still like why, why are you potting so many violets right there's no reason <laughs> to do that many i mean i think obviously they did it so the idea that oh yes this is a viable plant to save the place but yeah for a normal person you would not be pot- potting hundreds of violets right. you would have it's it strange. in your own like personal garden and that would be it yeah and then they could have been like, oh, but if you were able to make more violets, then you could sell them. It didn't really make sense that he already had a huge supply of violets. Well, and I think part of our problem now, I seem to remember, too, is that connection between the two of them. The main connection was done during a montage, which actually Megan hates montages. <laughs> I do. It is a pet peeve of mine. Well, because it's a lazy device. <laughs> it is. It says, I don't want to write any dialogue. So I'm just going to show two people having a good time, and then you're going to know that these two people are having a good time. And meant for each other. I mean, <laughs> meant for each other. And also, it's kind of funny because they're on a farm, and they really stress this, like, really hard as much as they can. And, like, so one of their fun things together is, like, they're basically, the montage is just of them in one barn area. And then she, at one point, like, jumps off a tractor into his arms. And it was like, oh, well, that's supposed to be romantic, I guess. We're just hanging out in a barn. Like, I don't know. It seems it, Well, to be... it didn't make any sense it at the time, didn't. too. It was as if she had climbed up on the tractor just to just jump. Just to jump into his arms, yeah. which seemed like a very random thing to decide to do. Yeah. Yeah, it was just strange. And, I mean, especially since how they were getting together was he's a guy who lost his wife. He's been, like, in this funk, and now all of a sudden, it wasn't just, I mean, it's supposed to be really romance. It's not just, you know, attraction. And I'm like, why would you let yourself fall? I mean, you know, he didn't seem to fight it at all then, you know? Oh, for yeah, who's when she finally, leave. like, yeah. steps up to him before the montage yeah. and after the finger touching, they, um, <laughs> that sounds and, weird. Right. But, <laughs> but then s- she, <laughs> she, like, faces him, and she's like, I don't know, he says something about, like, 
it being hard since his wife is dead or whatever. And then she's like, well, you don't have to go it alone. And it's raining. So that's how we know that this is a romantic this moment. This is the moment. Like, otherwise it would have just been a conversation in a barn. But fortunately, <laughs> the there rain. was rain. And we're like, oh, this is a romantic moment. And then they kiss. And Another he doesn't thing I learned for away. life. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's raining. Oh, Do you it's a romantic start, moment. <laughs> Do you want to start kissing? No, not really. But it's raining right now. I don't think you understand. <laughs> that makes me think of that Friends episode with Joey, actually. Oh, where, where he thinks everything's a porno? Right, right. <laughs> so, like, when the person says, hi, I, can I give you a drink of water? And she, or she leaves the room, comes back, and he's like, you know, like same thing, rain. Oh, oh are we're kissing now? <laughs> right. Very strange. And he doesn't fight at all. He's like, okay, yeah, well, now we're kissing. That's what we're doing. And then the montage. And if you're going to do a montage, they, it's supposed to be, like, beautiful there. Like, you know, they could have been on horseback. They could have been, like somewhere green and mm-hmm. the, the sky being bright blue and whatever but instead they're like in this dark barn with a tractor and it was just like this is not romantic you were such a city girl as a country girl a dark <laughs> barn with a tractor is all i mean there are 10 million songs about that <laughs> i bet there actually are just me and my tracker <laughs> yeah so you're missing the romance city girl i don't remember any songs mentioning jumping off of tractors into someone's arms though I bet we could find one. And if we don't, <laughs> we should write someone to write a song about that. <laughs> could you write Luke one about Brian, jump- please. <laughs> write about jumping off a tractor. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Good times. So they have this montage. They're falling in love. Her friend comes to visit. And then they go to the party. And at the party, they're all having a good time. And things are going well. But the friend overhears... Uh, people talking about what his plan was because he told other people his plan about making her unhappy or making her leave and selling it for less. We didn't realize that that woman who is saying this, she's the one, we didn't mention her because she's not very important, but she happens to be one of the people at the coffee shop and she's one of the first people to meet Jen, the main character, and she decides she doesn't like her because um, she's she said she was going to sell the, the farm. farm you know? <laughs> but you also wonder if there's going to be if she's also kind of jealous of the guy. And then later at the party, someone says something about, or she says, she's talking about the main character, the main guy, whose name I forget, but she says, my cousin. And it's like, oh, that would have been helpful information like way earlier in the movie that you're his cousin. Like, right, because we're just the whole movie girl, going, we're confused. You know, yeah. like you just work at Hostile the diner. Coffee, I don't know. coffee girl. Yeah. <laughs> anyways anyways so then the friend overhears this she tells her she actually confronts him it's not one of those running out kind of moments yeah but he unfortunately is doesn't know what to say and he says at the beginning and but at the end that's not what it's about and she says i need time to think about it which unfortunately was very reasonable which i'm very <laughs> disappointed because we can't mock anything <laughs> best line of the movie though comes right after this so she packs up she's gonna leave she's got to think they're going down the stairs and her best friend says let's go back to the city where we know we can't trust anyone. Best line of the movie. Best line ever. Gotta get that tattooed somewhere. On someone I'd else. Not. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say myself. On you? Yes. You'd no. rather not? Are you sure? So then she goes yeah, back there's home. There's like three lines that are laugh worthy. One of them is let's go back to LA where at least we know we can't trust anyone. The, and then there were two from the aunt uh, earlier. She makes Jen pancakes. Jen says she doesn't do breakfast. Could I have a smoothie instead? And then the aunt says, I'll put this in a blender, which I thought was pretty funny. <laughs> and then another time she's giving her clothes because 
the clothes that Jen is wearing aren't really appropriate. And, like, insofar as they're not good for work. And um, so she's like, uh, I've noticed you've been wearing a lot of My Little Farmer outfits. <laughs> Here's some real work clothes. Which I love. That is a great line, <laughs> My Little Farmer. So there were three lines that actually worked in this movie. And one other highlight, I'm pretty sure the father is the best friend from Charles in Charge. Jen's father, the main girl. Yeah, which was bothering me from the beginning, because I'm like, I know you from somewhere. Where do I know you from? We never actually IMDb'd that. that. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure that he was... I don't care enough to look at No, pretty sure (laughs) he was the best friend in uh, Charles in Charge. So... We have that, and we ha- at the end, I have to admit that although everything worked out and they were able to save the place with their selling of the orchids and then also Violet. Violet, sorry, and selling of the pumpkin cream, which turns the out pumpkins. That's a little weird. <laughs> I found that very hard to believe, and also it bothers me because at some point I think it's not going to be viable. But it turns out that this pumpkin cream is so great because the pumpkins have a mineral in them because they grow in a certain area that has. Um, the mineral in the ground and the only place in like the world <laughs> the world that is used for pumpkin growing uh, has none of this mineral except for this particular farm and they so don't they even know what the mineral source. is but yeah I think no they did yeah. the, the, the girl who's explaining this isn't a scientist so she's like you have a mineral in your soil and you're the only one that can source our pumpkins and she does this in like what a week like how much later is it that we she's like oh okay I guess I'm gonna sign over it didn't the- even feel like a week seriously you know how movies it's the next do it's probably scene, right. you know? but what's weird here is this is another use for her best friend we did not realize her best friend works in a cosmetics company which first of all earlier when- in the movie she said I need to get a job and she's like work and she works herself yeah but I think she's like you work she no, thinks, but she almost acted. I thought at first she was just saying, "Oh, I rich thought, people, we don't need to work." Yeah, I thought she was um a some sort of like not debutante, but like just a rich person. Yeah, who's rich. socialite. I just thought <laughs> her yeah, daddy like was rich socialite. too, you know. And uh, but it turns out she works in the company, and then she's her friend gave her a bottle of the cream. She got it tested, and then now all of a sudden everything's wonderful. But the idea that a farm, that this one pumpkin farm had a mineral in it that they couldn't find anywhere else was a little too much to believe but i mean goodness gracious we're i mean i guess they wanted to because someone was like you could make this anywhere why would you you know why would you know now that they have why to, this farm right so i thought that was a little crazy but at the end they're out at the I farm mean, if she's like one of the muckety mucks she could choose whatever farm she wants right like if she's the decision maker i mean i don't know maybe she's not the decision maker who knows what position she even holds in this company because this doesn't come out until the last like no. five minutes of the movie that she even works at a cosmetic and company. i think they were just trying to explain a little too much by that factoid and i just thought that was odd i'm like <laughs> that was odd but and then you know at the end we have finally have the party again and they're doing the whole because the traditional party is for back the, for the harvest right it's back it's back and the farm is saved and he proposes and then there's the harvest moon but um rewind a little the <laughs> The brother of the main guy is now going <laughs> to go to some sort of music school on a few uh, on a full music scholarship. That was he weird. plays the guitar once earlier in this movie. But I don't even remember hearing him sing. I don't I remember He doesn't maybe sing. He just plays, plays the, guitar. the guitar. And I don't remember hearing it. And it was like something like really basic. You yeah. Know, it wasn't like something. So when really they said he specific. got a a scholarship to We're a like, really? What? Because what especially since when he's playing the song, his aunt comes out and says, um, like, Oh, that was your mom's favorite song. And um then 
like he's like oh but i never got it right and um it was like um then why are you getting a full music scholarship like you don't that e- you're not really even weird. good <laughs> i was and then he did sing later and he was really good yeah, and we liked it but it's just kind of another one of those things that number one we didn't know the girl worked at that one place that suddenly could save everything and number two we didn't the know that he girl sang was the cousin of the guy right and then that. number three we didn't know the guy could sing so when he got his scholarship to college to you know go a on a music scholarship we were like oh, this guy and can't it's dance weird what because there was um a conversation earlier between the two brothers and he was like i want to be able to own the farm and build it up great and then make it so that you can do whatever you want like you don't have to work the farm if you don't want to do that you know you could right. go off to school maybe that would have been a perfect time to say you could go off and learn music because that's the thing you, you love like to do <laughs> <laughs> but no it was just school in general i mean who knows you could have been fixing up tractors well we anthropology like who there knows was, there was a few scenes and actually there was one other where we feel like something must have been edited out because yeah. all of a sudden she's swing. fixing the porch swing, right? Which, by the way, we're amazed she can use power tools. But she fixes <laughs> the porch swing, and they're like, oh, who fixed this? As if we had known before it was broken, it was something that needed to be done. But it was never in the movie. Yeah. We never knew that there, that this was, you know, it was yeah. just the way they did it. It was just very odd, as if we had known about it. And, oh, finally, she's taking care of that. that and we're like, wait a minute, yeah. Yeah, because, so. like, she gives gets given tasks, and they're all just, like, they're either general farmhand tasks, which why is that helping you increase the value of the farm except to have that another, make sense to me, you know, too. an extra hand. It's like, how stupid you know? is she supposed that's, to be? Yeah. That's really dumb. <laughs> but then, and also like some irritating things that are supposed to drive her off. And then she decides, you know, I keep on saying I can do it. I can do it. And I'm not like listening. Mm-hmm. So let me like choose to do things that aren't super farm specific to do and like one of them was to fix the porch swing but when she has the conversation with like the aunt or something about the porch swing it does feel like oh the porch swing and then <laughs> we look at each other like what about the porch swing did there we even know swing? that there was a porch <laughs> swing or that it needed to be fixed or yeah there is very strange because i don't feel like there needed to be like a lot no. around the porch swing like we didn't need to know the whole story of the porch swing just that it was broken and that she felt like she was capable of fixing it and right. then fixed it like that was it like they should have maybe even right before the thing where she started fixing everything she should have been like okay so i have my list of these things and i'm got and i've been meaning to do them you know mm-hmm. i mean just a quick little and then boom because what they must have done is shot a scene inside to cut it and then the scene later kind of almost made a nod or reference to the prior scene and that was that's that's Lost. the problem yeah because yeah. it wasn't you know they's like oh we didn't need this prior scene and i'm like we agree but like i said on the whole it was an okay movie. The people were nice, but the and the chemistry was okay. But we just felt like no, it was chemistry was lacking. I mean, he wasn't a horrible person, but he's like a nothing person. He's just there. Well, I guess because <laughs> I liked him, I liked her, and I was yeah. fine with them together. That's I, why I wasn't angry that they were together. It wasn't like no, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying I to me it didn't feel yeah, but it didn't feel unreal with them together. That's my thing. When I saw them yeah. together, I mean, it's not like that other movie. Um, Which movie? I've always had trouble with that movie with Matthew McConaughey and uh, uh, where she was the wedding planner. 
and uh, Jennifer oh, Lopez. Oh, you didn't feel they matched? Oh, they had horrible chemistry. And I guess maybe me. I don't really like romances where all of a sudden the guy feels the need to berate you when uh, he's doing the same thing wrong, you know, or she yeah. berated him, actually. And he, yeah. So anyway, I just, the chemistry. <laughs> any, any berating is not, <laughs> not It's the not thing. romantic, okay? <laughs> well, Let me give you a lecture. <laughs> but to me, that's always been my classic say when you see a movie where you've got two people that are very charming, very sexy, mm-hmm. and together. It didn't work at all. I mean, there was no chemistry. I mean, I guess when they were, like, laughing and dancing together, like, in a better movie, those two actors could potentially have chemistry. Yeah, I just liked them both, and I I was okay with them getting together, but I just didn't really feel... Like, to me, it was not really a romance movie in the end. It was more a movie about the the farm. Yeah, saving the (laughs) farm and that liking the people and wanting to save it for them, so... So, our, our grading system... Is twofold. Just tell them about the grading system. All right. So we're going to have a five-star system where uh, from lowest to highest, highest being the best. Which and, would be like five. So one right. would be the lowest, five would be the best. And uh, then we're going to have um, a silliness factor. So for this particular movie, we're going to make it uh, Grandma's Cream uh, jars. jars. <laughs> and also, also on a five. Also, one uh, being the lowest, five being the highest. Okay. So for me, I'm going to give it two and a half stars. Uh, I would give it three if I liked him better and I liked um, the romance better, but I didn't. Um, and then I was funny to make fun of some of the things like when at the end of the party... This girl is obviously being told, laugh longer, laugh longer, and she starts looking like a crazy person. Yeah, that was strange. Um, that was strange. <laughs> that was fun to laugh at. But besides that, there's very little to laugh at, so I'm only going to give it one pumpkin jar. Yeah, and I felt pretty much the same. I, I gave it two and a half stars. I felt like the characters, I liked them. They had you were, they were likable. But I felt the story flowed a little funny, and again, the romance was definitely lacking. So I just felt that, uh, you know, it really wasn't. And then in terms of mockability, I even am harsher. It was only 0.5 jars. <laughs> because, I mean, the only times I mocked were when I was actually irritated more. Like, let's say, the day when all of a sudden she turned stupid. I was like, what happened yeah. to this character? You tried to make these cloying things, but it wasn't funny. It was just kind of like, oh, that's so stupid, you know? Yeah. So I think there wasn't much done. also a them. moment where she uh, discovers, I can use my selfie stick to place all the pots of pumpkins down instead of like reaching over and I'm so excited about it I'm gonna put on my headphones and dance around and that looked really silly it didn't look like a natural like I don't feel like anyone's watching me I get to dance around I mean although those scenes never really feel natural (laughs) no they try too hard and and not to say that doesn't happen in real life because I can tell you how many times I've come in on Megan dancing around doing the dishes but I mean, they really happen in real life, but it doesn't, it does look forced in movies. It's hard to get that moment and, and other people seeing it. You know, yeah. I think it's more realistic in movies sometimes when someone has that moment and no one sees it. Because usually if you're going to do, do something that stupid, you're going to make sure no one's around. Yeah. I'm just saying from personal experience, <laughs> I'm going to make sure no one's around. So, yeah. But no, I it was, like I said, it wasn't as, for our first one, we were hoping for something sillier. Yeah. We do have a movie that we watched last year, but we wanted to be something a little bit more current. So that's yeah. why we did this one. We do have ones so that are worse. I mean, you have all watched Hallmark Channel, Lifetime Channel movies, I'm sure, and you know. Things can get pretty crazy. Either they cast a model who is completely wooden, Ugh, or yeah. uh, it's all the dialogue is completely cloying and ridiculous. Yeah. Um, and I mean, you know, and just, and you know, you watch a scene and you just start laughing. You just yeah. start laughing because you're just like, that is so dumb. 
<laughs> so, uh, like I said, on this one, not not the worst movie, not the best movie, not the worst movie, but almost the worst movie for mocking. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it was almost too competent. Yeah. A little too is... low mockability. But the yeah. commercials, very mockable. Very mockable. <laughs> what, what were the commercials? Commercials made her look like, you know, she was rich girl going out there. Oh, yes, the and... trailer for the actual movie. I thought yes. you meant, as we were watching the movie, you saw some commercials that you thought were mockable. And I was like, we mainly just fast forward. Fast forward. Like, we, we do as really everyone know. does. We don't watch commercials. <laughs> what are you talking about? That's a whole other podcast about stupid <laughs> no, commercials. Stu- stupid commercials, but. Yeah. Well, I think that was our first episode, guys. So. We promise. For listening. They'll be funnier <laughs> in the future. Hopefully, we'll find. <laughs> Really terrible movies to make fun of in the future. But now we're getting into the holiday season. We promise to find truly horrible movies. Oh, yeah. yeah. There's going to be a lot. Oh, yeah. Because they're starting up in November. Yeah. They're doing it right. So we'll definitely have some stuff to make fun of. All (laughs) righty. Bye, all. Bye.